All right, and welcome back to your weekly edition of the Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. I'm Ethan, followed by my co-host. What's up, boys? What's going on? Week 12, right. baby! Woo! Was, uh, three months. Three months. Three months in. Of this, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> this <laughs> this show to call the least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start off with some major milestones. So, I know Kyle, you got some written down in front so of you. Yeah, today, against the Boston Bruins, Mike Matheson of the Pittsburgh Penguins got his 100th career point. Wow, wow. And uh, David Krejci of the Bruins got his 500th assist on a goal in the second. So Two milestones in one game. Yeah. Jesus. What about, uh, well, you know what? I'll cut up. Uh, anything else, Kyle? Well, we'll look um, it up. Chandler Stephenson of Vegas was suspended for three games for his actions in the game, I believe it was Thursday night? April 1st, yeah. Thursday night on April 1st. Um I should have read further into it on what exactly happened, but yeah. Unfortunately, that ain't no April Fool's joke there either. (laughs) No, suspended three games for his actions in that game. And then uh, some news out of the Motor City. Uh, One of their uh, crucial parts of the forward core, Mr. Evgeny Svechnikov, has officially been placed on waivers today. It would be interesting to see who could possibly pick him up. Well, who can afford him? Like how how big of a salary cap? I, say, is? I don't know. I didn't read. I don't think they posted anything about his salary cap. But I was just very shocked that they put him on waivers. And yet, I mean, I would have expected them to do somebody like maybe Philip Zadina, or as much as I hate to say, even like Tyler Bertuzzi. Would we uh, like? Would we like to go see him play with the uh, the other Sevechnikov over in Carolina? As as much as it'd be nice to see like the two brothers reunite, it's I doubt it's going to happen. No, I the don't Car- think so. be like a Henrik and Daniel Sedin type thing. Caroline already has the like a good depth at the forward core, although they not, might not be good. At least they have depth. So, yeah. I, well, and I just I knew obviously I knew they weren't going to trade or get rid of Glenn Denning, Mantha, or even guys like Bobby Ryan and. I think Yeiserman actually released a statement a couple weeks ago that, you know, they were able to release anybody. Oh, they're willing to release anybody who's not named Dylan Markin. So anybody <laughs> on the roster is able to go at I, a price. At least with Glenn Denning and Mantha, I don't see them leaving the Motor City. At, at least, least any time soon. No. Or without a big price in their head. Right. So. Like with getting a big, big return back. Because if... They leave the Motor City. Detroit's even more screwed than they already are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least they're not Buffalo. So. <laughs> Facts. Hey, finally broke their losing streak, though. They finally, broke finally, their finally did it with a six six to one win against the Flyers. The Philadelphia Flyers. Got to chuckle a little bit on that one. <laughs> but yeah. Also, as we all know, ever, all Vancouver Canucks games have been postponed postponed through <laughs> April sixth due to COVID nineteen. And it's not the uh, the normal virus we've been seeing. Apparently, it's a Brazilian. 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 We're speaking well tonight. Yeah, uh, Brazilian. Great English, good here at Buckbuster. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so really since the beginning of this show, um, I've been saying that this is going to be the season of what-ifs. And we collectively here at Buckbuster Radio have gone around and collected our personal what-ifs, whether it be trades, whether it be 
moves on a team or say management moves or whatever. So I think this is going to be kind of a what if prediction of. I mean, I wouldn't say predictions. These are just like random what questions if. that we have thought of. Like, what if something happened? What if this were to happen? What if this happened differently? Like, right. you, you guys will see as we get through some of our questions. So the, the one that I had that I really like have been racking my brain about this all week is you'll see that mine are primarily trade related. So imagine this if Marc Andre Fleury were to get traded to Tampa Bay for Curtis, Curtis McElhinney. Ooh. So you would have Vasilevsky and Fleury both wearing bolsters. I don't it's, see that happening. I don't see I, it happening either. I know it's a little bit. It's just out like there, what the what is but it's like, man? That would I'll, be insane. As much as I think we'd all love to see that that duo in Nets, I mean, it's not gonna happen. You know, with sour no. cup. I mean, with Vasilevsky with his one cup, Flurry with three cups in his pocket, and five finals altogether in his pocket. Man, oh. Can you imagine that, though? That'd be crazy. It's kind of like with everything going on with Vegas with Leonard and Flurry, like, constantly. Like, it's all that, that That tandem's crazy. I couldn't imagine yeah. somebody so, like, wow. So Vassie and Flurry. That's Jesus. something right there would be, would be interesting. The only other, like, combo, like, one-two punch combo I could think of that would work with Vasilevsky would be like as we've said in like Vasilevsky and Price or um I mean I'd even go far and say like Price and Lundquist oh dude (laughs) (laughs) or like even Lundquist and Vassy man like oh Lundquist and Vassy ooh alright Bubba what's your one of your first questions mine is what if Ovechkin was never a capital because he was supposed to go to Pittsburgh except Pittsburgh gave up the draft and he went to Washington. So, what if it would be Ovi, Crosby, and Malkin all on the same? Well, line? it would. That wouldn't have happened. Because that, that is that was. I'll spoil it. That was one of my what ifs. My what yeah, if. Yeah, one yeah. of my what ifs was, what if the Capitals didn't win the draft lottery in two thousand and four? Mm. Penguins would have gotten that first pick, and we would have Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin on the first line. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's still. And then Evgeny Malkin probably would have went second to Washington, or whoever would have ended up getting that second. I didn't. Get, yeah, I didn't get that far with Malkin. That would even be a weird sight. I think it'd be a weird sight seeing Gino in a Caps jersey. I do too. Just swapping those two players around, the I, Russian Bears of the league. Since Bubble kind of um, said what if, <clears throat> I kind of just want to add on to that a little bit. Um, like, what if? No matter if he. Want they won the lottery, the Washington, with his way, his milestones have been. He's done already in his career. Would that would he probably do? Would already done it, like with another team. So like those like Pittsburgh. So like if he went Tampa, to Pittsburgh, would he be putting up the same numbers? Yeah, you're t- asking? like any like anyone that was in that <clears throat> around that time, like who were was playing for that lottery pick. I, I think uh, it will depend on the team. I do just too. That's kind of what I was. You was if, doing if you look. If you look at the current team of Washington, obviously, you know, throughout his career, his one center, or most of his career, I should say, his number one centerman has been Nick Backstrom, who's been you know, a hell of a playmaker for him. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, he'll, he'll do great on teams like, you know, Washington or Pittsburgh with those great centermen. But, like, if you look at other teams, you don't have those great centermen. 
how far along would he actually be? Yeah, it's kind of why I was like, kind of like with Bobo, like, what if, like, he wasn't picked? Because would he be, like, like, getting where he's at right now? Like, because he's now in the, is he, like, top 16 now? Like, all time? He's, he's on top, but he might be in the top 20 for goals, mm-hmm. at least. Points, I don't. I think he's still got quite a few ahead of him, but mm, I mean, goal, goals, I think he might, he might even have broken the top ten by now for goals. Yeah, I mean, well, both teams are powerhouse teams when, when you break them down. But just like you guys were saying, reversing those two players, that would just be incredible. The thing is, would, do we think Evgeny Malkin would put up as many numbers with Backstrom as Ovechkin is? Uh, I don't... Because uh, with Malkin also being a center, I don't think... Would he, would he, would he have switched away to play with... It... It's tough because, like, throughout the years, obviously Washington has had a bunch of forwards come and go. Really breaking that top six is a, a question for Malkin, especially in these past, you know, past couple years. You know, Malkin hasn't been the best, so you now being down. a be, being a top six forward in his prime from you know oh eight up to like twelve, and but then thirteen nine he's kind of. Just imagine this on a line though, Malkin, Backstrom, and Oshie. Oh. Oh my. Cool. <laughs> Just imagine that. No, I'd even say like, because that's because a winger. He's a centerman. He's, he's, he's a he's a second line. Second center line defender. So our example, fir- first line with if Malkin were have to been a capital, he'd probably still be the number one center to this day. Backstrom would probably be second. Yeah. So we would I, have I, like I, Oshie, Malkin, and whoever their first line left winger is at currently. Um. Is it? No, it's uh, Dmitry Orlov. No, he's a defenseman. Is he? Orlov is a defenseman. I could have sworn he was a winger. Actually, my what if is, I I guess based off of Bobo's Bobo's statements, uh, what if current superstars weren't drafted by the current team? Like if Oilers didn't draft McDavid first, obviously Washington didn't draft Ovechkin and so on and so forth. What what if these superstars were drafted by their respected teams? Where would they be... And how much will that affect their current club or potential club? I mean, honestly, going off of that, that's really good. Another one of my I'll say mine after it's Jeffy's. That kind of, well, going to like what Colin said, that kind of ties in with the one that I had about, uh, I said Dylan Larkin. What if Dylan Larkin was never drafted to the Red Wings? Where would the the wings be? How how much would their current clubs be affected, and how much would the players be affected on different teams? What what if Sidney Crosby wasn't drafted by Pittsburgh? That was was mine. What if Crosby was never drafted by the Penguins? Well, who had the the number two pick that draft year? Carolina? No, it was... What, yeah, it was 05. Who went second? Jack Johnson went second, or was he, did he go third? He, he went third to Carolina. So I who think. Went, who was second that year? Uh, Kopa, Kopi? Kopitar? Co- oh, no. Kopitar was what, 06 or 07. Who, I don't remember who went second in Bo- the 05 draft. Um, but yeah, I know it was top three were Crosby, somebody and, else, Johnson. and Jack Johnson yeah. went to Columbus. Um, 05, Crosby went number one by the Penguins. Um, that's, that's the entry draft. Well, that's what I we're looking for. Was it, was it Kane? But no, it wasn't Patrick Kane. That's, no, that's oh, Kane, Kane Ante, in 07. Anze Kopitar was drafted in 05 to the Kings. Was it so, 05? number two, right? He uh, was in 11th overall. 11th overall. Oh, oh, they were that low. He was that low. Yeah. Surprised him. Um, Man, I can't remember who went second after Cindy Grosby. It's but, but, I've seen that picture of those three together so many times, I just cannot picture who that third guy is. Oh, boy. But, that's... 
Well, we, while we figure that out, I'll here. I got it. One of mine here. I oh, Bobby no. Bobby Ryan went second overall Bobby to Ryan. Anaheim, and then uh, Jack Johnson went third to Carolina. And then four was Bennett Pouliot. Bennett Pouliot. 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 Okay. And then number five was Carey Price. So, imagine if you know Sidney Crosby is out out in Anaheim or in Carolina versus landing in Pittsburgh or. Ovechkin was standing in Pittsburgh instead of Malkin. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like. Oh. <laughs> we'll go to jump over to, or is it Jeffy's turn to choose one of his? Or did you? We're, we're still debating mine. Well, we kind of, we kind of well, were all we, pitching in on. We those. were all just kind of pitching in on yeah. those, yeah. So it's Jeffy's. Uh, mine was kind of going back to 1999, like during that contra- the controversial Stanley Cup Game Six, um, with Brett Hall of Dallas Stars. Oh, contra- I know where you're going with this. His foot in the crease. Yeah. What if that goal had didn't like, didn't count? Didn't count, and would Buffalo still have a chance of winning that game to force Game Seven? I think so. Yeah. I, I think Buffalo would have won that game, and I think they would have potentially won in Game Seven mm. if that goal Take, would have been taken so back. I. Given all the momentum, kind of fill the gap for me because I personally don't know a lot about that. Pretty much back in the day, in the early '90s, even going into the early 2000s, if your foot or any part of a player's a skater's body was in the crease of the goaltender, it was an automatic no goal. Oh wow! Like no goal if you cross the line, no mm-hmm. goal, it's done. But now it's there's so many rules. Like I think you can enter, but as long as you exit by a certain time, or I think you're allowed to have like at least like, like one skate, but you can't have both. I don't okay. know exactly what the rules are now. Yeah, it, but that's how it was back then. Any any, par- any part of your sk- body was in the crease. Wow, it did not I, count. Yeah, I honestly didn't know that. Like, and, and like the, the yeah. video, the goal happened where like Brett Holt, his skate was like pretty much oh, almost an entire skate was in the crease, and oh, they yeah, said they, the goal counted, and people were going crazy. Re- riots were happening in Buffalo, and like it was it yeah, was crazy. They weren't gonna review it because they're a goal. Since they're they are a one, they're like that was a that was a good one, Joe. I didn't think that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. Buffalo actually was. Actually, good. <laughs> <laughs> they were good at one point. Wow. All right, Kyle. Who do you have? Um, I'm trying to think of one of mine to try to get off topic. Okay, here's one. What if the Penguins had protected Mark Andre Fleury Ooh. instead of Matt Murray in the 2017 expansion draft? Um, who do you think Vegas would have taken? They probably would have taken Murray. They would have taken uh, Murray for 100 percent because they, they they almost we were they almost guaranteed that one two goalie tandem, especially in the playoffs from. 16 and 17, they knew they were going to take one of those two guys. Yeah, they would have. They, I feel like they would have definitely taken Murray over them. But then that would pose a question to now of like. How, how would that affect. Well, how would the Pittsburgh? one two punch of him and Robin Lehner work together? I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, Robin Lehner is a solid goaltender, but I don't know. They have two very different goal. I, I don't think they would really have much of one two punch because we've seen Matt Murray's true colors up in, up in Ottawa. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I it's also Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> Name a good defenseman that Ottawa has. Maybe who knows? Maybe that would be the only way that Robin Lehner would get a permanent start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think the best Ottawa defenseman is Ron Hainsey. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they just shit themselves. They, they don't have much else. Again, mm. how how would that have affected Pittsburgh? Can you imagine a Mark Andre Fleury Tristan Jerry tandem? Ooh. Definitely not having a nice veteran goaltender. Or, e- or even Casey the Smith and Fleury, which we saw for a little bit, I think, at one point. Yeah, we yeah. saw for a, a couple bit. games because they didn't. They drafted Jerry, I think, after they got rid of after they took uh, Fleury. 
Uh, no, Jerry, Jerry, I believe Jerry was drafted back in 14 or 15. Oh, well, he played no, both, some time in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, Jerry was uh, technically in the 16-17 season. Jerry was the fourth string, and DeSmith was the fifth string. Because the third oh, string geez. was uh, Zach Zakoff. Jeff Zadkoff, okay. Yeah, because right. he had started game one of the, the that Yeah, Tristan Jerry Stanley was drafted in yeah. 13. Okay. Okay, I, th- I thought I was close. I thought I was either 14 or 15. Uh, yeah. yeah, and DeSmith had backed up Zakov that game one and two against the Rangers back in 16. Okay. So. The game one of the first Penguins back-to-back Stanley Cup runs. Yeah, I wow. didn't know that either. Hey, Colin, Andy, what, what do you got for another one? All right, so uh, we, we've all heard, well, in talks of, you know, certain teams only get a, a certain amount of first-round draft picks within a five-year span, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember they were The new draft was what, they could, like, teams can only get, what, three first-round picks? Can only win the lottery three times in the span of five years. I think or t- is it two? No, I think uh, two times in the matter, like, seven or eight years. Was it that? Okay. Yeah, because the, the, one, the one thing they had in mind was, remember, uh, Edmonton had won and, the first-round yeah. draft pick. It was 11, 12, 13, and 15. They all won. It was... Yeah, what if they were to set that rule into place... Back then. Back in, oh no, back when the last lockout happened in 0405. And how would that affect certain teams nowadays, like Edmonton or like Buffalo? Or even Pittsburgh, because they had got the first round, the first overall pick in 13 with Flurry, and then in 05 with Crosby. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's only two, so that's their max out until another couple okay, of years. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. You're looking at Buffalo, they had three first round picks in a matter of seven years. And Edmonton in four in a matter of six. So how did they affect those two clubs? And where did those players go? Like, you look at Edmonton, you know, they drafted McDavid, Taylor Hall. Nugent uh, Hopkins, Nugent. Neil Yakupov, which Neil Yakupov ended up being the greatest of all time. We know that. Oh, yeah. But, so, <laughs> but how would that affect current clubs? Because, you know, look at you know, Edmonton. That could have taken out McDavid from the contention with them being, him being the number one scorer yeah. on that team. So he could have ended up dropping, or Buffalo could have ended up winning that lottery. And, again, and we could see Connor McDavid playing in Buffalo. Versus Jack, what, Jack? And then Jack Eichel over in Edmonton. Oh. I don't. I can't see Jack Eichel in Edmonton jersey. I can't. No. that's Well, obviously that's he's like not doing very good in Buffalo. He's so not, not, not going to be in a Buffalo jersey, but it's just... That'd be like putting lipstick on a pig right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We just be... throw it on Brad Marshawn and we're pretty close. <laughs> Throw it on his nose. I mean, <laughs> Close enough, right? The only thing, though, with Edmonton, they did get lucky with the lottery, but uh, they yeah. <laughs> but they weren't supposed to. They weren't. What's the word like? They weren't projected to get the first overall pick, but they ended up winning the lottery to stealing it from Buffalo, and I can't remember who else they jumped ahead. Remind me to show yeah, you a video um, after we're done here. Um, it was. Arizona as well. They was it Arizona? Okay, Arizona was also they running. They picked third. Who did, I wonder who they ended up. Dylan Strong. Oh, that's right, Dylan Strong, yeah. Um, but they got, Edmonton's lucky enough they got McDavid because look at them now, like they have Drysidle and mm. McDavid on that first one, oh, killing it. So could you imagine, okay, if here's a little, you know, post topic, but. What if McDavid never went to Edmonton? Where would you see him at right now? That's kind of what we're just saying. Yeah. Oh. 
but but like what what do you think you'd go with a bigger team or do you think you'd go with a team like Buffalo or New Jersey that's kind of the mediocre or the lower and again that's just going to Ottawa <laughs> I mean that's, that's again just based on what we were saying if Edmonton didn't get the first overall pick but I I I think McDavid would have gone first overall no matter what yeah he, like I said he would have been in Buffalo dropping maybe as far as third and would have went to Arizona but I don't see him dropping out. Not even no, not a chance dropping out of the top five picks. Oh no, not, not a chance. Not a chance. Um, all right, right. So my next one is another trade, and ironically enough, it is with Connor McDavid. Ooh. So, and this is gonna hurt for you guys. Oh no. <laughs> I know where he's going with this already. But okay. imagine McDavid for Crosby. I have. Oh boy. Just based on age, I don't see it happening, but no. if it were to happen... Yeah, I say, if it were to happen, what... How... Uh, ah, fuck. Um, Definitely what? <laughs> where would you see Edmonton? Because obviously, McDavid's found huge success up in Edmonton, but how do you think Crosby would pick? I mean, he's he'd, still, he'd probably get that first line center without a, without question. Oh yeah, he'd, still, no he'd have Dry Saddle right next to him and Nugent Hopkins next to him. Um, but can you imagine McDavid over in Pittsburgh? Imagine the first line of Gensel, Rust, and McDavid. Oh. The speed, the speed behind that line. The kid, the kid, the kid line. Oh, wow. You might want to rephrase that a little bit. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Connor and I don't know. They're all kid. They're all under twenty seven. Under twenty six. They're all young. Connor and the kids. Man, even that'd be crazy. Oh wow. Even just just imagining Crosby next to Drysaddle, man, that'd be crazy too. Oh yeah. Drysaddle's still young and putting next to somebody that's still young and still proving himself with Connor McDavid. Put somebody that has even more experience, even more of a veteran with Sidney Crosby next to him. (laughs) <laughs> Drysaddle would probably be getting 200 points a season. You think they? Do you think they'd be cup contenders still with Crosby? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Yeah, that was all right. Um, I kind of have something off topic, but I said, what if Toronto had a second hockey team? Would the would one of the expansion drafts have not happened to make it an equal amount of teams, or do you think Vegas or Seattle would have gotten their team? Hmm. I know back in the day they had like two or three different teams. They had, they <laughs> they had, had the two. St. Pat's, they had the Marlies, they had the Arenas, they had the Leafs. They, 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 they've Toronto's gone through like four or five different teams. Same with Montreal and Same. Atlanta and St. Louis. <laughs> and yeah, freaking Minnesota. We all had a bunch of different teams, man. That's Minnesota. Minnesota. What if Toronto had two different teams? It'd be, I, it'd be probably set up similar to like how I was thinking the, like the Rangers and the Islanders. That's I was just like about to say. Two, two New York teams. Two New York teams, two Toronto teams, yeah. So could we see them eventually in the future getting a second team? Probably not. But what if they still, what if they never like lost if we, the second team? If, here's the thing. Toronto definitely has that big enough market to host a second NHL team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Look at these bigger cities. You know, Los Angeles is big enough. New York's obviously big enough because they have two teams. You know, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. These these cities definitely have big enough markets so, to host a second team. It's a matter of you know, will so the NHL with, bring with, it around? I can add on like a subtopic, I guess. With Seattle coming into the league, they will be the thirty-second team. They'll be an even sixteen teams on each in each conference, eight teams in each division. 
what about what if like a smaller market, say I don't know Columbus or Florida, were to relocate and go to Toronto and get a second, give them a second team? So because I don't see them adding on a thirty third team. I, I can see them I've freezing at thirty two. I've heard talks that even though I know Atlanta went up to Winnipeg in a, but like a, there's been talks like Atlanta would get another. They, they've had two chances already, and they both well, relocated. <laughs> too, too fucking bad. Okay. I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of go down the same rabbit hole that Jeffy's going. And would there be, would they put another team to take place of the one that left? So, say for example, the Toronto would get a second team, but they relocate to like a Minnesota or St. Louis, another one of those big cities, like you guys said that may and could use one and then Toronto be like oh now that we don't have a hockey team we're gonna start a brand new hockey team and just do a big expansion draft to get all these great guys up in Toronto Toronto does need a hockey team (laughs) (laughs) so does Buffalo but I mean hey here here we are (laughs) well no they just need players that are not not, I like that one I like that that one they're not borderline brain dead Right, well, you, you also got to look at other markets because, you know, they, they've been debating over bringing stuff to, you know, Quebec City. Well, back to Quebec City. To Houston to rival Dallas to... Uh, fuck, there's another one that I can't Houston remember. Dallas, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'd like like to see, I think I'd like to see Hossie down in Houston. Hockey say, down in Houston. Hossie. I can Hossie. see <laughs> another Texas team or, getting an expansion well, Welcome to the Buckbusters where you talk about everything yeah, and everything. Everything Hossie. Hossie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeffy, give us, give us another one here. Kind of staying up in Canada, I kind of was going on over with the Vancouver Canucks, I, um, the um, Sedine brothers. So I was like, if they, like, obviously they were with the Canucks their whole career. Like, if they were in, in at some point in their career, would if they were split, like, how, how well, like, would they, like, be together? Like, would they... Like, it's, what, Daniel what, and Henrik? Daniel yeah, Henrik, it, yeah. Would the, they would one overshadow the other with? Uh, they, I feel or, like, or even get a cup or. Here, here's the here's the thing, because like whenever one would be injured, the other one would kind of lack in offense. Because like whenever Daniel was, uh, no, whenever Henrik was hurt and uh, hurt for like a couple weeks you know, back in the day, Daniel's point production kind of dipped because you know they kind of fed off each other. I would say they so, were. I feel like they were like the textbook that. NHL definition of a one-two punch. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, unless if they had somebody to replace them, like a, a good winger to replace Daniel, mm-hmm. or a good centerman to replace, replace Henrik, they're, they're gonna, their points production would, would well, duck. Jeffy's giving us some good ones. I well, like that. Coming That's... from a person, I have a younger, I have a brother who's a year and a half younger than I am, and him and I have always, you guys can all vouch for this, we've always had that chemistry. Whether we're playing sports, whether we're Working out in the garage, we're doing whatever. We always have that chemistry. You, you guys just kind of know what each other's yes, going to do. Exactly. Like. And without that brotherly bond, I think they'd struggle because they've grown up their whole lives doing that. With them being twins, they also have that twin, exactly. that twin yes. telepathy with yep. each other. Like, exactly. it's, especially well, they, they were drafted like back to back in that. See, if they but, were, if they like I, a Brady Kachuk and Matthew Kachuk, they're not twins. But like, if Henrik and Dan were to play against each other. How would they know exactly? Oh, he's about to go left. I'm, let me go left. Would they know exactly what movie each other's like going to do? Would, but at the same time, I feel like, and I'm not talking smack on Daniel Sedin, phenomenal hockey player, but I feel like Henrik would just have the slightest edge over Daniel. Yeah. I, I, that's. 
going from like watching him, watching the two Sedin brothers from like when I was a kid. They were awesome. And watching, to watch. They were phenomenal to watch. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. But I still think Henrik would maybe have just a slight. <clears throat> excuse me. I think he would still have a slight edge over Dan, Daniel. Good God. Yeah. Uh. All right, I'm gonna jump into my next one here real quick. Another mock, kind of a mock trade. But what if this specific trade did not happen? What if Taylor Hall was not traded for Adam Larson? What if that Whoa. trade never happened? What if Taylor Hall was stuck staying over in Edmonton? Well, I did still. He, did he want out of Edmonton, or did he want to stay? I don't really. I know. don't remember. That was just back when that happened. That was one of those big blockbuster trades yeah. that because on the span of what happened was just Taylor Hall was in. traded for Ar uh, Adam Larson. PK Subban was traded for Shea Weber. Um, and then Stamkos had re-signed with Tampa Bay. Those were like three things that all happened with like the span of an hour, oh, like right before, like right after, like as soon as free agency started. I believe this might have been the same day that Kessel was traded to Pittsburgh, or maybe a day before or a day after. I think it may but have been a day after. Or a day after. It was. They were all within each other. Because Phil Kessel came to Pittsburgh the day of free agency open, July first. I, I believe it was Canada Day of 2016. So all Toronto fans were losing their fucking minds that they had lost their their big field of thrill. Field thrill, castle. But yeah, what if? That boy what if Taylor Hall was not traded for Adam Larson? What if that trade never went down? I still. So would, would Taylor Hall still be in Edmonton to the, it'd be in Edmonton to this day? I don't think he would still be up there, but at least. Or just imagine a line of like. Hall, McDavid, and Dreisaitl. That's kind of what. Good God. That's kind of one thing that stunk with McDavid, because he was hurt. He got hurt. That, I remember when he just came in. That first line would be unstoppable. It stings that he didn't get much time. McDavid didn't get much time with Hall, because I think that would have been an amazing line with him, Dreisaitl. Because with McDavid got hurt in his rookie year, yeah, he didn't he didn't get to have much time to see how much chemistry he would have had. With Taylor no. Hall, oh my God, that would have been and then got traded in that off season of going into Connor McDavid's sophomore year. Um, I'll you finish up because I, I, I kind of want to jump back into the Sedin thing because like that, I, I'm a big thing of like going to stats and looking up facts. Uh, comparing the two Sedin brothers, with both the within the both 17 seasons, uh, Henrik has uh, 1330 uh, 30 games played versus Dan's 1306. Uh, Daniel has more goals, three ninety three to Henrik's two forty, but Henrik has more assists, eight thirty to six, uh, Daniel's six forty eight. Wow! So wow. At, as of right now, Henrik Sedin has more points with one thousand seventy to Daniel's one thousand forty one. Wow! So well, they're like literally neck and neck. So close. statistically, Daniel was the mu much better goal getter, but Henrik was much the much better playmaker. The much better point getter. The point yeah. getter. Uh. So, you know, Hen Henrik's going to hold that over his brother's head for, for the rest yeah. of their lives. Who, I, got, who got more points than HL? I yeah. did. <laughs> um, and other other big awards and stats. Uh, Henrik has, has plus 165. Daniel's one, plus 147. Both have uh, three all-star games under their belts. Uh, Henrik's uh, cabinet has one heart, Ross, uh, one heart trophy, one Ross trophy, and two Clancy's, whereas Daniel only has one Ross, one Clancy, and one uh, Parsons trophy. Wow. Neither of them are in the Hall of Fame as of yet, as, but, but the they, I, they, I, I think both of them are gone. They're, they're going to be gone. It's well, and I think it's well deserved. I think anybody that gets over a thousand points is going to should go. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Easily. it's tough. Not a tough for anybody in the league, yeah. regardless of who you are. It's so. A big major milestone. It takes so long to get to that point to get so many points. All right, Colin, give us get us another one here. Actually, my my second my part two part one was based off of Bobos. That was my other uh, what if. Okay. okay. Right, so eat them. Right. Yeah. Uh, this will be the final kind of weird mock bombshell trade. Um, and you guys will probably disagree with this, but I think it'd be a cool trade to see. Dylan Larkin for Tyler Sagan. Ooh. Tyler Sagan. <clears throat> I, think okay. I think they're pretty evenly matched as far as... Again, just going based off of age, but just... Putting age aside, saying the age is just a number, that would be nice. I'd, I'd, I'd like to I'd, see that. I'd like to see... I think Sagan would be, like, a saving grace for the Wings, easily. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I, they, I, I don't know. Them also losing a big part of their team captain and Dylan Lurkin. Yeah. Do we think they'd give Sagan the C? Would they pass it on to somebody like <coughs> Mantha or one of their alternates? You see... Neither. neither. I'd, say, I'd say neither, because, like... I'd like to see what Sagan does in the, in the Motor City, but with the current roster beyond Larkin, I don't really see anybody that's deserving of the C. Yeah. If I'm gonna be honest with you. I would have. Well. If, so you're saying give it to Tyler if it were to happen? No, I won't. No, I'm. I'm not saying Tyler. I'm not or saying. Just keep three alternates. Keep three people with A's on their chest until one person actually steps their fucking game up and. Is worthy is worthy of that C because right. I mean, no, that D- was Detroit's Detroit. We make fun of Detroit for being Detroit for a reason. Yeah, but... uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as of right now, I don't be outside of Larkin. I don't see anybody who's honestly worthy of wearing that C mm-hmm. in Detroit. At least with Mantha, not yet. He still has some growing to do. Well, that's, now, why, maybe... that's why I said not yet. I feel I, I feel like he was like three or four years down the road. He's and he's grown then, potentially, yeah, but yeah. not not now. But that was another. That was just the final big. I have one more after this, but I that was the final big, like bombshell trade would be Sagan for Larkin. Oh god, um, sorry, my voice is a little scratchy. I lost it the other night, but uh, I think this might kind of surprise you guys. I said, what if Lemieux and Burkle. Never bought the Penguins out of bankruptcy. Oh, I forgot about Gee, that, man. That's another. <laughs> I would they have expanded to another city or relocated? They because have... the rumors were they were going to be moved down to Kansas City. Wow. But it, it, it was back in what oh six the year the year after Lemieux retired. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was before Lemieux bought the, the Penguins. Uh, Penguins, which was you know uh, after we retired the first time. Yeah. So, they were looking at movement, and then even when the new bought it later on, they were still looking at a new arena down in Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, so, that, like that, they had the location in mind. They had the new arena built. It's just a matter of what if they actually pulled the trigger on moving to Kansas yeah, City. Well, uh, when you bought the Penguins in 99. Okay. Okay. So just And you guys are blowing me out of the water with these questions, man. These are good ones. <laughs> I thought, I thought I thought Kyle would have had the best ones, but no, it's the, it's the fucking two of you. Man, that I one, mean, hey, I like, almost meant was going to say, I'm like, I'm like, eh. I mean, I have a big hockey family. As you guys know, you know, Paul, my stepdad, loves hockey. He used to work for our local hockey team, and 
him and I were kind of debating about it, and he's like, and he actually told me that. He was like, did you know when you bought the penguins out of bankruptcy? And I was like... I didn't know that, but I just didn't know. I wouldn't have thought about asking he, that if yeah, you did Yeah, the minute he said that, I jotted it down because I'm like, I'm going to blow their minds. Do you know how much Mario Lemieux paid in 1999 for the ownership of the Pittsburgh Penguins? I'll say... Actually... $100 million. 107. Was it real? Ooh. I was close. Okay. $107 wow. million dollars in 1999. That's insane. Which is, which is how much in 2021 money? That's probably... That's it's probably pushing 150, 200. Yeah. For sure. I, actually, we can. There's a little doohickey on Google. Yeah, well, well, Bobo we'll does does the stats and stuff. Kinda, Jeffy, give us another one. Kind of going off of what we're talking about with Mario. If Mario was never had to fight cancer or get or much bad much of his injury. I had I had this one. I said, what if he, Mar- what if Mario Lemieux never had a leave of never had a leave of absence? Like, would he? Ooh, what if he, he never be, left? What if he never had cancer? What if he never retired the first time? Would he be up straight there? all the way from 1987 to 2006. Would he be up there even closer to Gretzky, um, Wayne oh, Gretzky? Without a doubt. No question that he'd be what's up there more, the top five scorers. Did you hear more, the question, Mr. Collins? Actually, yes. I have another what if. What if Wayne Gretzky was never traded from the Edmonton Oilers? How many more cups would he, would he, would he have won with Edmonton? And how much farther along, points-wise, would he be in his career? Wow. Okay, I got it. Um, $100,099,000 is worth uh, $1,500,000. Almost one. uh, No, it was $100 million. That's what I put in here. No, you put $1 million. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. All right. But yeah, so yeah. It's, what if Mario Lemieux never had a leave of absence? Would he be up there with Gretzky? He, he'd he be up there. He wouldn't beat him, but he'd be at least competing with, you know... He, his his last couple years, he would have been clawing. He would have been getting close. Again, he I don't think he would have topped uh, Gretzky, but he would have been he would've I there. I think he would have topped... He would have... Maybe, maybe even top, broke the top five. He would have been at his fucking neck. Uh, yeah. Just putting it that way. Gretzky would have been sweating like, oh, he's going to get me. He's going like, <laughs> to... Who knows? Maybe to the state, Lemieux would be known as the greater one, or the great would be the, the greatest one. one. The greatest. <laughs> Super Mario. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's another one that I had. That was a really good one. Um, one of my final ones is um, I think I mentioned this briefly before when we were talking about the Taylor Hall and Adam Larson trade when this this event had happened and was rumored when Stamkos had re-signed with um Tampa Bay, he was rumored to have signed with Toronto. What if he would have signed with Toronto? What if Steven Stamkos was a Toronto Maple Leaf? All right, we got it. It, it would have sold for almost $160 million back in... Or today. Today's I was close, that's what I was called. I said about 150 to 175 Yeah, round it out to $160 million. Wow. A lot of ownership money. of the Penguins. Well, do you really think that, you know, if Stammer would have really went to Toronto, would they have players like Deveras, like Marner, Matthews, you know, the... These players that are considered their top six now, or how different would their top six would be? Yeah. With Stammer on that. Would that. Be big. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Is it, if they had, would they have? If they would have traded for him, would they have? Because they had traded for him in the 2015-16 offseason. It was a 16 off season, going into the 16-17 season. 
And I believe that was the first year that they made it back to the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, since 2013. So I was going to say they wouldn't have selected Matthews, but that is the year that they did select Austin Matthews. But, man, can you imagine, like, Stamkos and Matthews on the same line? Or with them both being centers, I don't see that happening. Well, they can always move one of the guys. Because uh, Stammer plays on the wing now with Sorelli. Uh, oh, does he? Yeah, okay. he's, he's the left wing for that top line. Oh, wow. Like, kind of basing off of... Uh, that question. There were rumors back in the day where Vinny the Cavalier was going to be traded up to Montreal for Carey Price and a couple other no names. What if that trade would have went through and you would have seen Carey White, right? White, yes. <laughs> Carey <laughs> Price rocking the blue and whites, known as the Tampa Bay jersey. And how different would that look without having you know Vasilevsky in that? Did they have Ben Bishop at the time? They. They did have Ben Bishop, so they would Can Carey Price and Ben Bishop as a one-two punch. And and that now with Ben Bishop being in his prime back then, then, um, you you don't realize how amazing that would be. Man, prime Carey Price and prime Ben Bishop on the same one-two. Ooh. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, who is up? I was kind of focused on that. Okay. That I just didn't mind. All right, even. So my final one. So we all know about. The expansion draft going on with Seattle getting their own hockey team, which I'm kind of excited to see. I am too. Now, imagine if the expansion draft didn't go to Seattle Ooh. and it went to another big sports city in New Orleans. Oh. Hmm. New Orleans. Well, they already have the basketball team, though. And they have the Saints, too. Yeah. But I... why not bring hockey? They're a sports city. Well, there's also other rumors of going out to Houston because there are there another Western uh, West Coast hockey team, Western Conference hockey team. That, I'm pretty uh, sure in the future they're gonna get an expansion. I said again, I don't see them going much past 32 yeah. teams. Maybe again, maybe a team, maybe most. a team relocating to New Orleans. And and this if the and a struggling team such as Buffalo, or uh, like Florida, Columbus, one of the smaller newer I, teams. Unless if they do like uh, two teams per year, again going to these other cities like I've said before, you know another Toronto team, Quebec City, Houston, you know these these cities that could probably host these NHL cities and have you know one one team go to Houston, another team go to Quebec City. So then you still add one team per conference and still balances out everything. Yeah. Just yeah, because the last couple well, two expansions they've been on the. Um, Western Conference. Because yeah. for the longest time, it was 16 teams in the East and 14 teams in the West. We had the 7-7 seven, seven in the West and the 8-8 eight and eight in the East. But now with the two teams well, expanding we, on the West Coast. Well, they moved at, uh, Atlanta up to Winnipeg and moved Ca- uh, Columbus and Detroit to the East mm-hmm. and put Winnipeg, obviously, in the West one a year after they came in. Yeah, so that was back in, what, 2013? Because I believe, I believe Atlanta folded in 12. Yeah, probably. The 12-13 season in Winnipeg's first season back was the 13-14 season. But man, yeah, there's a lot of crazy things to think about there. Mm. Did you have... Um, mine, this one I found kind of funny. I just said, what if Tom Wilson wasn't a goon? <laughs> <laughs> like, what... what the water... Next question, please! <laughs> <laughs> like, nice try! If Tom Wilson it. wasn't a goon, he wouldn't be in the league. <laughs> Well, I, I, here's how I kind of thought about it. I was like, would they be a better team without him getting all the penalties and getting all these nasty hits? They'd be a better team without him, okay? <laughs> you know, man, he, he's got it. He's, he's on to something there. 
Like a lot of because a lot of their penalties comes from Wilson is either as cross would they, would they be would they be on the penalty key, penalty penalty kill? I'm doing well tonight. The penalty kill is often you know would they be giving up as many points? You know, there's I'm sure there's been we just don't pay attention to the stats of how bad or how many times the Capitals have given up goals on the PK due to a Tom Wilson penalty. That'd be fun. I'm sure we could uh, call upon that in the future. But just thinking of that, that's a. It's actually not a bad one. It's a funny one, but that's not a bad one to think about. I kind of have one more as well. Um, Jeffy's been getting some, um, some Kind of going with the lockout, the 04 to 05 year. Like, based off of the standards today, like, would it, if it never happened, like, how would the standards of today's, um, like, with all the salary cap and stuff like that be today? And what, what if the lockout never happened? Yeah, like, mm. how, how much would it affect... Like the whole league itself, or like the players and teams. Wow. I actually have something similar to that, and I just said, "What if there was no salary cap in the NHL?" <laughs> like, because I'm kind of going off what Jeffy was saying People with the lockout, the cap. <laughs> hey, I would just well, here, here is the thing, because like you gotta look at that that season. I mean, obviously with the lockout, Pittsburgh got lucky and got the. No, the lottery pick, the number one pick was Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Where would they be in the standings in that season? Because they might not have gotten the number one pick, and they definitely wouldn't have gotten the, the face of their franchise. Oh, man. Jeffy, man, you're getting some God. good ones here. Wow. Pull me Dude, out we, we, we need to do this more some, often, I I, man. I thought I had some good ones, man, but you guys blew me out of the water with yours. I um, I'll let you yeah, guys go. I do have a few yeah, more. Yeah, so how yeah, that... Bobo came up with like ten of them for us too. Because so, it looks like we do have some time to rifle off a couple more here. So all right, so what? Mine, two of them kind of go along together. I said, what if hockey never popularized in the United States? Like, what if it stayed in Canada, the European country? And then I kind of had another light bulb, and I said, what if it was never popular enough to become an Olympic sport? Ooh. Oh. So like, because they kind of go together. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about this if, saying, if it never got popular. We wouldn't be wearing any sweaters. We wouldn't be doing none of that. But yeah, that's... Um, I, w- I wouldn't have a life. I hope you know. <laughs> I, I just, I and just, again, you wouldn't have really known that hockey existed. So yeah. you, well, our lives well, well, wouldn't I, be so involved around I, hockey. I don't have a life to begin with. So, I mean, there's nothing... None, none, really, none of us really do, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting down here talking about hockey for now 46 minutes straight. Been doing this for 12 straight weeks. And the last one I have is kind of, I saved the biggest for last. What if Yager stayed in Pittsburgh? Whoa. 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 Wow. Like his entire, never left for the Russian League, never got traded to Washington. Never, wow. Or any team that he's gone to because he's been to many teams. Like just an entire career of just the one-two punch for what, 15, if, 20 years of Yager and Lemieux. And then even, 15, it, 20 years. eventually, once they drafted Crosby, uh, they would have had a one-two-three. They would have had a one-two-three punch. You know, the mule out from Malkin. Oh, oh dude! Just imagine a team of Crosby, Yager, Malkin, Lemieux. Even saying if Mark, maybe Mark Ricky was never traded, if oh my god, that talk about a dream team right there. <laughs> my wow. heart, my heart's like palpitating now because of this. <laughs> Fuck wow. you guys, yeah! <laughs> Man. And the final one that just kind of popped up into my head is about, I would go as far as saying one of the greatest goaltenders in the league. And possibly one of the greatest goaltenders to uh, 
lace him up. The king, Henrik Lundqvist. What if he didn't miss the season due to heart problems? Ooh. How much better would that capital team be with a veteran goaltender in net versus a young goaltender in Samsonov? Not not this in Samsonov. Not, Ilya Sam- not that Ilya Samsonov. He, he's, 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 he's a phenomenal. He's, he's holding his own this year, man. He's, yeah, with as young young and inexperienced as he is. I mean, obviously he's a good backup to Holtby when he's in Washington, but <laughs> I mean, oh. Even with even, even Vitek Vanessic, I can't don't know his name to say my life. Even their backup Vanessa. is doing doing pretty decent. Both those young guys, they're holding their own. Yeah, yeah they really are. But just imagine if Lundqvist didn't have these heart problems and wasn't out for the season due to open heart surgery. Imagine where Washington would be now as far as... Because right now, Washington is first in the East. uh, In 37 games played, they're 24-9-4. and Jeez. They're still pretty solid. They're they're pretty good. So with a with a good goaltender with Lundqvist and that... I think they'd be good. But it also can be a what if... I mean, he has not... We I think we mentioned this before. He is still yet to lace up for another team other than the Rangers. The Rangers, yeah. What the thing is, would he be doing as good as he was with the Rangers? I think he would. Or, or do we because think he'd be struggling because he's not used to this? Especially now this that team. Because I, I think he would. I I think he'd be doing doing better because because he's better. got a solid, he's got a solid forward core in front of him and he's got defensemen and like Tom Wilson, Dmitry Orlov. You know he's Zidane Chara now. Zidane Chara now. It, you know he's got really, and he would have a real all-star lineup in That's front of fair. him. That's fair. Yeah. So I think yeah. Lundqvist would be absolutely godly. For and the only time they really, they really had an all-star caliber team was fourteen when they unfortunately fell short to the Los Angeles Kings. Mm-hmm. L- looking at the current rosters between the Rangers and the Capitals. I mean, obviously the the Rangers have a, a de- uh, they have a decent four core, nothing compared to you know the Capitals four core, but when it comes to that blue line, by far the Capitals have a much more solid blue line. Oh, oh, that's, no, so, that's no, no question. So Dunquist, I feel like would have had a hell of a, of a better season with the Capitals versus the Rangers this season. What if this had happened sooner and we saw the one two punch of Braden Holpe and Henrik Lundqvist? Oh. If they if they would have been able to fit him underneath that salary cap, yeah. which was tough to do cuz they're they were almost through, through the roof with their salary cap, mm-hmm. but if but they were able to respectfully though. Yeah, and the fact that this season alone they picked up both Henrik Lundqvist and Zdeno Chara. Zdeno Chara is on the minimum He's- though. Keep it in mind. Oh, is he really? He's yeah. a league minimum, yeah. Okay. Zar- uh, Char is league minimum one year. Seven, 70, uh, 700,000. Oh, so that's not as much as I thought. No. He's, but still. But mo- most of their money is going to that four core, that, that top six. Yeah. And Ordoff. And I think it's well-deserved, too, because they've really got some top-caliber players, some high-caliber players. Oh, yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up week number 12 of the Buck Pusting Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any future ideas for a future episode, we'd love to hear them. Post them to our Facebook page, at the Buck Pusters Radio, or even on Twitter, at the Buck Pusters. And if you aren't already following us on there, what the buck are you doing? Thanks, guys. Woo! Woo!